What Really Happened with your host, Mike Rivero. The history the government hopes you never learn. Here is your host, Michael Rivero. I jumped too soon there. Welcome to hour number two. The phone lines are open, 800-313-9443. And we're talking to Dustin in New Jersey. And you were talking about uh, germs and viruses and all kinds of things. Well, I'm going to get to the bad news, but real quick, I know people are calling in and emailing. But Joe from Tennessee has a right to voice his opinions. And I know there's some emails that probably hate me and Joe from Tennessee. But, you know, everybody has a right to their opinion. And Joe can call in all the time, and, and so can I and other people, and voice our opinions, what we think we, we believe in. It's what we believe in. You know, we have the right to call in and, and just voice what we think is right or wrong. I'm not right all the time. I'm not wrong all the time. You know, I'm a human being. You know, we're all human beings, you know. But we all really don't know what's going on. But some of us know more than others. And, like, I'm going to get to the bad numbers now, Okay. France has okay. 1,437 people die in the last 24 hours. That's a lot of people, Mike. Okay, and Britain is in bad shape. New Jersey lost 230-something. New York lost, you know, what, 700 and so- I mean, I just, Mike, I still, I know people call in and say, well, well, Joe called in. I think he's wrong on this, but this is his opinion and my opinion. He said, well... Trump playing the middle middle of the road. He said that yesterday, right? Like, no, man. Like, if you don't lock down everything, it's not going to work. You can't have people coming and going in different spots. You know, like, it's not just an East Coast, West Coast problem, people. This has been going on since November, okay? It's everywhere. It's in Montana. It's in Utah. And, Mike, there was a temperature. I was reading an article about the temperatures in... Utah, Nevada, Arizona, and they're, 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 they're looking at people's temperatures coming in. The, the, people's temperatures are getting hotter, so maybe they're getting sick. I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, the whole thing is, like, people are moving around, and if, if, if one part of the country is not doing anything and the other's locked down, it's not going to work, right? I mean, it's just not. You, you can't have people from Montana, because people do travel. As the travel... And flights stop from Arizona and Utah and Iowa and Nevada and you know, I mean, you know all these other states. No, I, I, as far as I know, and and people don't realize this, but you know, one person can infect three, three times nine, nine times three. That's how this thing works. And some of you might think it's still a hoax, but how do you know it's not a hoax? If you look, I, I said it yesterday, my. The Russians, why would they go along with the hoax in Iran? You know, I mean, I, isn't there some cases in Israel and, so, and, and, and uh, Syria yes. and stuff? Like, why would yes. they go along with... Well, I know Israel would go along, but, yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, why would Syria go along with it, or Lebanon and stuff? If it's not, you know, and the hospital's empty. That, that caller was right, Mike. He said, that's bogus, because, you know, they, they don't allow visitors going to the hospital, so anybody can take a a shaky camera phone, you know, and move it around toward the ground, you know. I mean, to get hits, you know, on their, on their, on their web, on YouTube, you know, because a lot of YouTube, all, everybody's coming out of the woodwork, Mike. You know that, right, to get hits on yeah. their YouTube channel? Yeah. You know? The, 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 and did you hear about in uh, Louisiana, somebody, they set up fake COVID-19 check, check, like, to check you out, charging $250 a, a 
a per like to get you checked the out. Scammers are having a field day. Yeah, man. So like, I mean, see, that's why I liked Alex Jones and David Knight a long time ago. But I, they're pushing that, and a lot. There's a lot of people pushing it to hoax, and it. You know, Mike, it, and even with the handkerchief thing, wearing a handkerchief's going to be. These are false hopes, man. You know, because I'm going to wear a handkerchief. I'm Mr. I'm invincible now, you know. I hate to tell you this, but handkerchiefs don't freaking work. They don't block the, the zero, was it, Mike, 0.1 micron or 0.1 micron size or 0.129 or something of the micron size yeah, it's, of the. It's very, it's very small. You need multiple layers of a very fine weave uh, mesh uh, to keep out the virus particles. What a handkerchief will do and what a cloth mask will do is they'll trap the water droplets that are carrying the viruses. But people don't also realize this, Mike, like you sneeze, you cough. That's one thing. But when people are talking, because most people still don't have masks and gloves. When people are just talking in line, those particles are flying through the air. You don't know what the size is of those. You know, like it's just... It's a variety of sizes. <laughs> you know, you're not there measuring them. But, I mean, Mike, you, your wife, take care. Your listeners take care. And I said this before, stay street smart. Don't listen to the fake people saying it's the hospitals are empty, it's a hoax, or 5G. That's bunk. That's bunk. And if you have the ability, I hate to say it, to get an N95, because those are throwaways, too. You don't, I mean, unless you're decontaminating with the hydrogen peroxide gases or putting in ultraviolet light for a couple hours, you know, those are throwaway items. Unless you have a gas mask, you know, like, stay home. That's, that's what they've been saying. Stay home if you don't need to go out. Don't go to a group of 50 or 100 people because there's still gatherings going on like that on subways. And, this, you know, I mean, you got to be smart about this, folks. You know, this ain't no joke, you know. That's all I got to say, Mike. You know, have a good night. All right. Thanks an awful lot for the phone call. And we're going to switch over to Tom in Florida. Aloha, Tom. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Uh, Aloha, Michael. Good day to you. Uh, um, Yeah, good day. Uh, Yeah, uh, this is for Dustin. Uh, Dustin, just be patient. You're going to get a a stimulus check, I think, if you uh, uh, you did your taxes. So, and uh, it might take you to July to get it, but you probably get a stimulus. Nancy Pelosi might give you another one. She's looking for a fourth one for illegal aliens, uh, you know, for everybody else to get some money. And, and as far as Dustin uh, goes about, uh, does Dustin remember, I don't know, Michael, do you remember when you were younger, we had, had a thing called Dixie Riddle Cups? Yes. You remember Dixie Riddle Cups? They always had a joke. You ever heard the one, what did the light bulb say to the light switch? Tell us. You turn, on, you turn me on? Yeah. The light bulb said. I switch you turned me on. Yeah, they were on Dixie Riddle Cups for years, and then they had a controversy because I guess one of the riddles uh, was offensive to some group, and they had, that's when they ended those Dixie Riddle Cups for the kids. That's, but they were that, that were back in the seventies and eighties, early eighties. But uh, anyway, that's about throw that out there. And so I don't know if Dustin ever knew about the Riddle Cups, but yeah, Michael. The reason I called you is uh, first off on the news: uh, Austria and um, Denmark. Are opening up their economies uh, like Sweden. They're they're gonna they're 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 gonna open their economies back up. They're gonna let people start mingling and all that. I was on the news. Yeah. Also, uh, so Austria and uh, Sweden and um, Denmark are opening their economies. They're not gonna go much longer with uh, their economies. The people shutting down, you know, not walking, doing business. Also, uh, they had on the news on Drudge not long ago. 
that this Chinese general did admit that that virus came out of a Wuhan, uh, uh, Wuhan uh, laboratory. Have you heard that? Uh, no, I hadn't heard that, that it had been admitted. But uh, that's pretty much been obvious since day one that that's what happened. Yeah, that's, uh, that's on George right now. Uh, one high official general said, yeah, it did leak out of a, out of a laboratory. So we'll see. I mean, we want to see that be pursued much much more. Also, getting back to the other caller, one caller, yeah, um, I, I don't know if guy, that guy remembers, but uh, I think Tulsi Gabbard is uh, trying to sue Hillary Clinton for uh, for, by, um, for false accusations. Uh, so, you know, uh, Tulsi's, Tulsi's uh, got a lawsuit against Hillary. I don't know what's going on with that. Maybe you know. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, Michael, you notice since this uh, whole uh, um, pandemic thing's going on here, we haven't heard a word about Jesse Smollett. We haven't a word, heard a word about Molly Tibbetts' case over there in Iowa. Yeah. I hear nothing to other than uh, One American News talks about it, and a little bit of Fox. All these other networks don't say a word about illegal immigration pouring into this country constantly. We don't hear nothing about all these other diseases that are, are perforating through the United States right now. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It, this is all about, the way I'm looking at this thing in the media, Michael, this is all about blame Trump, blame Trump, blame Trump. It's all Trump's fault. Yes. I guarantee if it was a Democrat in there when this would have happened, like a Biden or a bumbling, a bumbling Biden or a, 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 the, the, a, the, the witch Hillary, we, they would have never stopped the travel of the, the Chinese. They're so, you can't be racist. Look at what they're trying to say in the media, the Chinese media, uh, that the well, United States is racist. Let me tell you, those red communist Chinese, they had their whole motives from up our Michael, to take the United States down and squash it like a grape. It's exactly what they're trying to do. Squash us like a grape. And that's what they, that's their modus of operandi. And yes, we fumbled the ball for the last 25 years letting these Chinese have everything, building all our factories, stealing everything, all the secrets we got. It's unbelievable it's been allowed. The treason that's happened to this country in the last 25, 30 years is disgraceful and disgusting. And people ought to be ashamed of what they allowed to happen here. Now, you're talking about Venezuela. There's a lot of Venezuelans here in South Florida, and I can tell you they're all pro-conservative. None of these people, they, they know what Venezuela, Cuba's about. They don't want that here because they lived it, and they know it. I've been there. It's a disaster. It looks like an atomic bomb blast over there and, uh, on that island. I mean, it's unbelievable what's happened. And, I mean... I don't know if you're listening to the audience knows it, but 95% of the people in Cuba do not have hot running water in their house. 50% of them don't have a toilet seat on their toilet, Michael. Well, I mean, look at all that. the years the United States has maintained that embargo against Cuba. I mean, talk about carrying a grudge. Well, you know, I understand all that, Michael, but, you know, there, there's, there's other countries. Canada's been doing business with Cuba for 60 years. I don't know why the Canadians not going over there and forcefully um, helping them with their water desalination plants and all that. I, I mean, yeah, we can blame the United States for a lot of uh, embargo, but you've got other countries in Europe. You've got Canada. What have they done for that, these countries? Except they're going to be tourists. That's all they want. They're going to go to the beach, and I don't blame them, you know, and look at the scenery. I mean, exactly what's, what's happened when I see with my own eyes when I went there. But, you know, I, I want to get off of that because I want to go to this real quickly. Nancy Pelosi is going for another stimulus package, Michael. It's going to be over a trillion dollars. Yeah. They already said that on the news today. 
She's looking to pump up in $300 billion for sanctuary cities to take care of all these illegals. If that ain't treason, Michael, what is it? Well, it's a violation of Title VIII. There's no question about that. She should be arrested. She should be arrested right now. And, and these people who vote for her, are, are they mental midgets or what? What is going on here? I mean, you, you're, you're voting for somebody who wants to take away from you to give to another group that should take care of their own country and fight for their own cultural identity in their own country? Not come here. Stay over there, you guys. Matter of fact, Mexico has more better farmland than the United States. They have more uh, fertile uh, farmland in that country, Mexico, than they do in the United States. I was on, I saw that on a, uh, on a website the other day. I'm like, what? Unbelievable what's going on. Why do they want to come here? California. Uh, the Midwest. Well, actually, Why? right now, actually, right now, uh, crossings at the border have gone way, way down because they're afraid of picking up the coronavirus. Yes, that's right. That's, that, that is true. But, you know, all, all I can say is, Michael, thank God we have a, some, somewhat of a little guy in who has some resiliency in Trump compared to a Democrat. If you had a Democratic president right now, this the immigration for the last three years would have been in the 50, 60 million, million range. It, it would cost the taxpayers, I don't know how much money. And then right now, what's going on, they still have those, those borders open. These Democrats are nothing but Bolshevik communist ideology. That's all they are in the Democratic Party. And, and, and let me tell you, Michael, the white, white Caucasians left in the Democratic Party are a bunch of capitulating pansies. They have capitulated, and they've let the squad, the squid, the squad take over. They let the minority group, which is a minority in that, that party, take over the, the mindset without question. There are a bunch of pansies that took it over, that have taken uh, how the Democrats are being run now. John F. Kennedy could never be a Democrat today. Or half of them back in the 70s or 80s. It would never be a Democrat. It would be too radical to be a Democrat. Even, even the Democrats in the, in, in the 90s. Even look at Obama. He's almost too radical to be in that party now. Almost unbelievable. But what, I'm, what I'm seeing on the, the networks and stuff. But, uh, yeah, Michael, uh, yeah, and I will, I'll leave you with this thought. You know, China, for 60 years, was called the bamboo curtain. Correct, Michael? Correct. Now it's the, it's, it, what do you call it? it it's the red communist uh, party. But they, they actually took that, uh, they took that name red communist from the Russians, correct? It used to be yes. actually the Russians were called the red communists. And not the Chinese. The Chinese, uh, like, like, stole the name from the Russians, uh, Lenin, and uh, during uh, 1917, when uh, the Bolshevik, or I don't know, the Red Army was taking over, the, uh, taking on uh, the Tsar's White Army, and now the Chinese stole that, and now they're the Red Army, or they're the Red Communist. <laughs> so they don't, they didn't even make that up. That was actually out of Russia, correct? Well, the, you know, <clears throat> communism uh, sort of adopted the color red as their their ensign, if you will. And uh, when the Chinese decided they were going to be communists, they, they borrowed, if you will, a lot of the same iconography. Not just the color red, but the stars and various other things. And they, they basically patterned themselves after the Soviet Union. 
Right. And, you know, exactly. And, and, uh, and the Soviet Union collapsed, but the Red Chinese have taken, adopted their identity, and they're trying to collapse the United States. But actually, in, in the long term, it's going to look like the Chinese are going to uh, be ready to collapse soon. Because once these, all these factories pull out of China, and a lot of stuff goes east China, and people, after this pandemic's over in a year or two, I can tell you, I think the Chinese are ready for a major collapse like Russia, USSR. That's what I'm thinking. They're going to collapse. Well, I would disagree with you on that one. I think I I disagree with you on that one. I think the United States is much closer to collapse than China is. China's been around for a very, very long time. They're they're survivors. Yes, Michael, they are survivors in in their own cultural identity when they were the bamboo curtain. Because remember, before Nixon went in there, there was the Chinese said no, no, no. We didn't know nothing about China, and they didn't know nothing basically about us. They were very dirt poor. Ninety nine percent of their population. In, in 1972, we're riding around on bicycles. They, they only yeah, maybe had one day. Well, look because at they, today. They, I mean, they, they took all our Well, no, hang on, hang on a second. Hang, hang on a second. Top Gear did a show in China looking at Chinese manufactured cars, and they have come a very, very long way. And they, they've, they, they've built more highways than the United States has now. And they've got the yeah. cars to put on them. Yes, Michael, but again, like I said, before Nixon opened up red communist China, they were they were dirt poor. There's no question about that. I mean, the Russians could bully them around any time they wanted back in the 70s, in the early 70s, 60s, 50s. But now it's like, no, now because China, like you say, became, they became emerging world superpower because they were, 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 they were working for peanuts. They're factory workers and all that. They were working for... When American was making eight dollars an hour, these people were making eighty cents an hour. So, of course, they're going to become prosperous. But I'm just saying, what they're pulling now, I believe that people are going to wake up net worldwide, and I think China's going to have a major collapse. Maybe the United States also, Michael. I won't argue that point. Maybe you're absolutely right too. But I think if that happens, we fall. China is definitely going to fall, for sure. They're ready to fall as well as we will. That's absolutely, definitely positive. So we'll see. But uh, right now, Michael, I think we need we need to get Trump in there one more time so we can really seal that border off. I want to see all 750 miles, whatever wall is going to be built, and I want to see some real tough restrictions on the, on immigration. We need a 25. I agree. So we, need a, we need a major timeout on immigration. Major. I don't care if it's 100 years. We need a timeout. You come here, vet. You you need to be vetted superly, and we don't we don't need it. We don't we we can't go past 400 million in this country. We'll collapse. We're going to collapse as a nation if we go past 400 million. That's why I look at it. Look at, look at what's going on right now. We don't even have that. We many don't have the infrastructure to support it. We sure don't. We sure don't. I hope these leaders in Washington realize that this, this has got. We need a we need a 50 year moratorium on everybody coming from any, whatever country. We need a 50 year moratorium on immigration. You want to come visit? Fine. Okay. Well, you, you, Tom, I'm going to have to let you go. Yeah. We got to take right, a break for commercials. We'll be back with more phone calls after these few words. What 
would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Got the bombs, we'll plant them anywhere you like and blow up in one. Whip this world into a frenzy, killing babies, dads, and moms. If you got the money, honey, we got the bombs. If you got the money, well, we won't say we did. The towers in New York City. And Aloha America, welcome back to our show here. And a reminder that Republic Broadcasting is in the middle of a fundraising drive. And yes, it sounds like we're always in the middle of a fundraising drive, but that's the truth. We need your financial help to keep Republic Broadcasting on the air, on the Internet, around the world, bringing truth to power. So if you can help out, please do. And a heartfelt thanks to those of you who have already donated. The postal address where you can send a check. Money order, or if you prefer anonymity cash, is Republic 
Broadcasting Network, 2251 Double Creek Drive, number 302, Round Rock, Texas, 78664. The phone number where you can make a credit or debit card donation is 800-724-2719, extension 3. The network thanks you. All right, we're going to go back to the phones here to Fred in Wisconsin. Aloha, Fred. Thank you for waiting patiently. What's on your mind? Thank, thank you for taking me. I, I just got to say, Mike, you got to be the most patient man on the radio based on my holding and listening to what was going on ahead of me. I'm just going to cut to the chase here real quick. I don't know how many people are aware of this. Uh, it's called the World Economic Forum. It's yes. an NGO originated in 1971, based out of Switzerland, along with the IMF and the BIS. Uh, it's, it's a Rockefeller. Uh, their, their fingers are in it. Uh, if people go to weforum.org, uh, they can open it up. And the most important thing to do when you get in there is look under platforms and start taking a look at what these people have already done and what they're planning on doing. Uh, I don't want to get into it too deep, but you've got a lot of people uh, running, you know, long, long things here. So if people take a chance and take a look at that, I think it's really going to be amazing what they're going to find because these guys have been doing this since 1971, and from what I can figure, they're the ones that moved all our production to China. Well, that was a bad move, uh, you know, good move for China, bad move for the United States. I'm thinking that this coronavirus may be the death blow for globalism because uh, of all of this nonsense that's going on about countries that manufacture the medical supplies we need are refusing to export because they need it for themselves. And it's basically underscoring uh, that nationalism uh, and self-sufficiency is definitely a better way to go. I, like I said, I, I've, I've been looking at this pretty hard. And uh, they've definitely got their fingerprints into a lot of different things. It just bothers me that they're based out of Switzerland where, you know, the, the banksters are and all that. And what they're capable of doing based on these platforms, I mean, as you roll them out and read them, it's just amazing. I don't want to take a lot of your time, sir. You uh, are definitely the most patient man on the radio. Thank you for your time. Well, thank you very much for the phone call, Fred. We're going to switch over to Peter in Dallas. Aloha, Peter. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hi, Michael. I have a joke. Um, how many psychiatrists does it take to change a light bulb? Just Only one, one, but the light bulb light. really has to change. Really no, has to want the to light change. Bulb. Want to change. There yeah. you go. Hey, I, I right. heard some numbers that concerning the the virus that were meaningful uh, to me. They were from, uh, I think, Dr. John Bergman. He's been on uh, doing a health show for years. And if his numbers are, are correct, they're very interesting. He, he's saying that the number of deaths in all the coronavirus countries in Europe, you know, year to year, comparable deaths from this year to last year, are the same, that there's no, you know, regardless of how many people are dying of coronavirus, the total number of deaths are the same from one year to the next. And he's suggesting that just a lot, every pneumonia case or every respiratory illness is just being coded as a coronavirus, and it's, that it is a hoax. So I, 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 if those numbers are correct, I think they're an interesting numbers. Well, what That's I it. think Thanks. is going on is it's very obvious that when coronavirus first showed up, there were a lot of doomsday uh, prophets, if you will, 
that we're predicting all these huge amounts of death, and it's not happening, flat out not happening. And so the corporate media and the government, rather than say, oh, we blew it, you know, they're, they're trying to make it look like the situation is as serious as they initially said it was going to be. And that's why we had CDC literally come on out and tell doctors and hospitals, you know, if you have a patient with coronavirus and they die, say it was from the coronavirus, even if they actually died of something else like a heart attack. So, yeah, they're fudging the books to try and, you know, it, it's right out of uh, uh, Winston Smith in 1984, the Ministry of Truth, making sure that uh, uh, the past history matches up with current government policy. Well, you know, you would expect the number of dead to increase from last year, though. And if they didn't, that would sort of support what you're saying, that, that it's they're just coding everything to coronavirus and, and it's as opposed to pneumonia or whatever. Thank you very much, Have you Michael. noticed that flu deaths are down? Yeah, flu deaths are down by about the same amount as coronavirus deaths are up. So, yeah, they're <laughs> cooking the books again. They're cooking Thank the you. books here. Too bad they can't cook the virus. Bye-bye. All right, we got to thank you very much for the phone call. We've got to take another break for commercial. We will be right back. tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Don't regret growing old. It's a privilege denied to many. Heart disease is taking our youth from us. Young people in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond are dying needlessly. One of the hardest messages I've ever had to deliver is to convince people that something natural like Extendivite should be taken as a preventative measure. I'm sure you heard an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Extendivite is that ounce. Take Extendivite for one year and see what your doctor has to say and how much better you feel. Herbs take time to address the problem. It took years of life to have a problem. Give Extendivite one year to fix the problem. Don't wait until it's too late. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com or visit us on Amazon. Extend your life with ExtendoVite. Did you know that you can be tracked and traced when you're online? With identity theft and cybercrimes on the rise, your passwords, your identity, and even your physical location can be revealed to complete strangers. Would you like to surf the Internet anonymously and not have to worry about these threats? Well, now you can by visiting PatriotInternet.com. For about $2 per month, PatriotInternet.com will conceal your IP address and your physical location, allowing you to browse the web, send emails, and instant message anonymously. PatriotInternet.com will bypass filters, block sites, and keyword blocking. You can also bypass logging by your router and your ISP. With PatriotInternet.com, there is no software to install and uses 128-bit encryption for your protection. When using wireless hotspots, 
PatriotInternet.com shields your information from identity thieves and is compatible with Windows, Mac, and Linux. Protect your identity and your freedom with anonymous Internet access from PatriotInternet.com. Visit PatriotInternet.com today. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. What really happened with your host, Mike Rivero? You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Here is your host, Michael Rivero. And Aloha America. Welcome back to our show here. We're going to go right back to the phones to Nadell in Kansas City. Aloha or hello, Nadell. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? So during your quarantine class, my boy wants to know what's the difference between theory and reality? I'm like, son, go ask your sister if uh, she'll stick with Brad Pitt for a million dollars. Comes back, yep, she'll stick with Brad Pitt for a million dollars. Go ask your mother if she'll stick with George Clooney for a million dollars. And the son comes back, yep, she'll stick with George Clooney for a million dollars. You see, son, in theory, we're sitting on a couple of million dollars, but in reality, we're living with a couple of sluts. Oh, um, that's so- terrible. So we have the stock market crashing. The market is going for incredible rides, both up and down. We have QE, QE, QE. We have a pandemic that started in January, which came out of nowhere. People are terrified. My daughter runs to the emergency room. I rush behind her, trying to get her checked out. I, I tell the nurse, I, I want to take her out of the emergency room. Like, no, 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 no. We have to check her for this virus. They were adamant about it. They would not release her to me. I said, what are you going to do if she has the virus? Well... If she has the virus, we're going to give her Tylenol and send her home. What if she doesn't have the virus? Well, we're going to give her Tylenol and send her home. I said, look, I won't give her Tylenol. Just send her home with me. No. She stays in there and I end up paying a $500 bill just to pretty much give her Tylenol. But the, the, this virus, with, with high estimates, infects 1.4 billion people worldwide. It kills almost 600,000 at the high end of the estimates worldwide. This virus lasts for a year and a half, over a year and a half. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Somewhere in the middle, as if a switch went off, doctors are no longer testing for this virus. There's no longer a panic. The pandemic is over. People are fine. But at, at this point, this virus still has months to play out, but the panic is over. Life is good. Now, if you think I'm talking about COVID-1984, I don't blame you because it sounds a lot like covid what I am describing is my personal experience with the swine flu and what Wikipedia had to say about it back in 2009. So this yes. swine flu, this pandemic, 
it wasn't solved by vaccines, hydrochloroquine, nor zinc, selenium, vitamin C, nor the suppressive lockdown. You know what solved this, this swine flu pandemic? It's simply the fact that the economy recovered. Had the economy not recovered, and it continued to crash, back in 2009, this whole thing will be, will be playing out, right? We would have the lockdowns. We would have the panic. We'd have the food shortages. We'd have the run on the banks. The Slimers, as Salente calls them, called off the 2009 pandemic. They were able to turn it on and turn it off with just a switch. Um, but unlike 2009, the economy is not recovering. But they're continuing with this five-theater exercise, taking away our freedoms faster than I've ever seen. So listen, listen very well, especially you, Dustin. If for some reason all the stars aligned, we hit the jackpot, and this lockdown actually does work, these slimers will attack us again with an even deadlier virus. There's no peaceful resolution to solve this mess we're in. The powers to be have shown us that they're willing to kill, murder hundreds of millions of people just to stay in power. If you don't believe me, explain how we so easily murdered, not just murdered, but starved to death, a half a million Iraqi children, uh, back in the 90s, and simply called them collateral damage. Well, guess what? Today, we are that collateral damage, and they're coming for us. We have no one to blame but ourselves for letting this nonsense go on year after year. Don't take that personally. It's just how I feel. You failed to bring in a new government, especially after 9-11, and now we're going to pay the price. In theory, we have a pandemic. But in reality, we have a military takeover of our once almost free country. Hold on, it's going to be a bumpy ride. On the bright side, at least we're not going to have to hear about man-made global warming anymore because this is the new vehicle that they're going to bring in the one-world government. Lastly, I find I it interesting I that, wouldn't bet on that last one. <laughs> I, we're, I think we're going to start seeing stories, and we're, it's going to be like the 70s where the global cooling is, is coming in again, and, and we're going to all die of global cooling. If, 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 if they can really bring in this one-world government through the health organization, they don't need to push global warming anymore, and it's embarrassing that they keep even pushing out as, 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 as it's falling apart. Well, I think the push for global government rests on a foundation of three pillars. One is a global pandemic, which they're selling us in existence. The second is a global economic crash requiring a global central bank, which we seem well on the way to that as well. And finally, uh, a uh, uh, let's see, what's the third one? Okay, global pandemic, economic crash, and I actually forget the third one. But I, I, I think they're using them all together here. And Henry Kissinger is already out there saying globalism, globalism, globalism. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. But the, it's getting more and more obvious that we're entering an ice age. I don't know how much longer they, they can push that. That just like the story I read not too long ago, where they're where they're they're describing how carbon is now falling to the bottom of the oceans. It, it always feels like they're looking for ways to ease off global warming. But, but, but my whole point is my whole point is this: is that this this pandemic has been planned. It's being executed. It is a live theater. And no matter what we do, if we somehow get rid of it, we're going to be attacked again. These guys can turn it on and turn it off anytime we want. There's no win for us. There's nothing we can do that's going to stop it. If they want to infect us, they're going to keep infecting us, no matter what we do, just to keep us in line. That's, that was the point of my story. 
Okay, and I remember that third pillar, the foundation that's a global environmental uh, crisis, the human-caused global warming. Those are the three mm-hmm. pillars they're trying to uh, build the push for a single global government on. And we're starting to see more and more about that. And we're going to start seeing more and more stories about uh, global warming again because they're pushing all three at the same time. Yeah, and we could be right. Okay. Uh, that was just my guess. Thank you. You guys have a good day. All right. Thank you. We're going to switch over to Sebastian in Sweden. Hello, Sebastian. Thank you for waiting patiently. What's on your mind? Oh, yeah, Mike. I just want to, yeah, everything's, uh, I'm doing fine here. I'm in the country all by myself. I just have two cats and myself, so I'm not around the large city like Stockholm that has most of the fatality uh, rate. And that's what I want to talk about, the Swedish uh, the, the uh, um, hospital HMS system, uh, as they call it in England. I don't know what you call it in America. Just see, you know, like uh, uh, when you go to the hospital or healthcare, or the healthcare system in general, it's been going down for the last 20 years. And what really hit the peak was in 2015 when we took over a million immigrants in this country. And then after that, the, the, the health care system has just been really, really deteriorating in Sweden. And, uh, for example, this uh, latest flu or whatever you call it, uh, the corona, the uh, death rate in Sweden is uh, 7.68%. But in our neighboring that's countries like Denmark, it's... Sorry? I said that's that's not good. No, it's not. In neighboring countries, it's Denmark is 4%, Norway 1.51%, Finland 1.47%. And just to use an example, okay, Sweden has 10 million, and the other countries have a little bit over 5 million people. But take Germany, for instance, that has 82 million people. They have over 100,000 cases, corona, and their fatality rate is 1.8%. This is Germany. Okay, if you want to go into Spain and Italy, France, and England, I think, have just 10%, or maybe just a little bit over 10%. But I'm saying, this, talking about Sweden with the healthcare system, they, they gave away, they have two, two um, uh, field hospitals, military field hospitals. They got them one set up in Gothenburg and another one outside Stockholm. Uh, they gave away almost uh, six field hospitals in the last 20 years to, you know, people that were in need. And maybe I think it was one going to Haiti or something. I, I forgot during the hurricane, which was good, I thought. But uh, and then they just gave them away because they, they were just in mothballs. And they said, oh, we don't need them anymore. So they didn't have a very good uh, uh, supply when they really needed it. Like Finland, they took they took their war chests, their war that they were saving for next war because they're so close to, they were so much involved during the Second World War. They have a uh, a war chest of medical supplies. So they took them out, and they're using them now. They have masks, respirators, everything. And uh, that's why their percentage is pretty low. They're using them. And then, of course, when they when they finish this corona, I'm sure they're going to just fill it with newer equipment, which is pretty smart. Uh, but I'm just saying that the, the health it's been going downhill. It really going downhill, you know, if you say to hell in a handbasket. I remember 1970 when I came here 
congressmen were coming over from America to look how good the health system was in Sweden compared with America at that time. We pay for it in tax, but it was good. I'll have to admit it was really good. Uh, but now it's just uh, mostly half privatized and it's, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it's disgusting. And then we have these uh, new the foreigners that came in the country. The kids are spitting on and coughing in old people's faces, you know, in Sweden on the streets. And uh, it's just disgusting, you know. I, I don't think we have anything around in the country like that, but I always keep homemade pepper spray with me just in case because I'm not going to yes. put up with it. But it's uh, that's the situation. And I don't, I'm, I don't think, I think it's a, I think this is a, a nail in the coffin for globalism, this corona. And also for the, for the common market. Because, uh, like, there was some supplies coming from Russia going to some country, and they were confiscated by another country, because, and they started using them. I think they were face masks or something. So we have, even the common market is completely, you know, uh, they, they, didn't, they didn't help us at all. Brussels, it's just, they're useless. You know, they, it's just useless, the common market in, in Europe. I just hope it dissolves. I hope this is a, cough, a nail in their coffin, in the globalist. I don't, I don't think there's going to be a military takeover. I don't think, uh, I don't think the people would stand for it, especially the Americans, you know, with the Second Amendment. Uh, Swedes, on the other hand, they could probably they could get away with it in this country. But not in America. So that's all I want to leave you with. And stay healthy, uh, you and all the listeners. And uh, take care of yourselves, everyone. All right. Well, thank you very much for that kind thought. And thank you very much for the phone call. We're going to switch over to Mark in North Carolina. Aloha, Mark. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Hey, Mike. What's going on? Um Go ahead. You're on the air. Hey, Mike, um, one thing about, you know, everybody's attacking China. The fact of the matter is, you want to blame somebody, blame these corporations and the corrupt government that allowed these corporations, even give them tax breaks, to uh, throw away American jobs and go out there China in the first place. I can't blame the Chinese. They did what they, they uh, had to do. We would have done the same thing. They would have brought jobs here. Not there, you know. Stop blaming them. I mean, this is a, you know, it's ridiculous. The other thing is I wanted to comment about Captain, the uh, Captain Hosier. Uh, yes. What Joe says. Uh, listen, Joe, I don't care if you're an officer or not. It doesn't matter to me. I was enlisted man in the Army. It don't mean nothing to me. Officers mean nothing to me. Okay, I don't even think they should be saluting. I don't believe in it. I think the, uh, the um, chain of command is a bunch of nonsense. And... Um, I personally think that captain is a hero. Um, I personally also think that if this uh, is as serious as we say it is, I'm talking about the coronavirus as a whole, it may be and it may not. I'm not, I'm not really sure yet. But um, if it is, then we need to dock the whole fleet, period. Bring them home. Dock them. They're not doing anything anyway. They're not doing any good. They're starting wars in places. They're threatening other countries, like they're threatening Venezuela right now. They're threatening Iran. Bring them home. These are all these are are uh, floating um, petri dishes. 
just like uh, these cruises people going on. Okay, bring them home, dock the dock these ships until this is over, and then I still I personally think all these ships should be junked because they serve no uh, no good. We don't need all these aircraft carriers. We don't need all these battleships. We don't even need all these submarines. I don't say we don't need any, but we certainly don't need so many. And let's start using the money for our really for our infrastructure, and let's make sure that our health system is properly equipped and supplied so we never have something like this again. And also let's get some real health insurance for uh, everybody in this country. You know, um, period. There's no reason for, uh, you know, to have to throw away our money on the military like that. There's no threats to us. There's no external threats to the United States. There's internal threats, but that comes from uh, within our own government, our own corporate establishment. Not from the uh, not from the outside. Russia's not a threat to us. China's not a threat to us. Iran is not a threat to us, unless we make them a threat. If we make these people enemies, yeah, they can be dangerous enemies, especially Russia and China are nuclear powers. But if we start, we leave them alone and start minding our own business. Like, what is our fleet doing in the South China Sea? What is our business if the Chinese and the Vietnamese have a a squabble over the South China Sea. The same Vietnamese, by the way, that we were told years ago that if we don't fight them over there, we're going to fight them over here, right? And now we're going to go right. to war for them with because of the, because they claim those islands. I don't care who gets those islands. That's their business. It's not the American Sea. It's not the Gulf of Mexico. The South China Sea. It's called the South China Sea for a reason. Leave them alone. It is none of our business. Bring the fleets home. Stock these ships, okay? These sailors should not be kept on, you know, in this kind of condition. And let's give Captain Crozer an award, not condemn him. Make him an admiral. As a matter of fact, make him the chief admiral. I don't care. Put him with under joint chiefs. We need somebody like that with a joint chief, all right? And, Joe, I don't care about you saying a command, buddy. I don't care if you were an officer or not. It don't mean nothing to me. I don't even believe in saluting, Okay. All right? That's why I didn't stay in very long. All right? I hated it because I think I don't like autocratic systems. Okay? There's no re- reason for a lot of that stuff. Now, we did need, you know, if this is a time of war, if we were like World War II, obviously needed, there was need for secrecy and stuff like that because we were facing two enemies that threatened us, actually threatened to invade us. But not anymore. That's not the case anymore. Oh, I see the music, though, Mike. All right? Yeah, we got, we got to let you go. Take a break for commercials. We've got two more phone calls to get in our last segment. We'll be right back. Tired of being lied to by mass media? It's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets. Even with a growing audience every day, RBN is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. Social media and the use of the Internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the Internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Public Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook
Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. Get involved by visiting facebook.com slash republic broadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. Many people tell us about their experience with Extendivite. Just listen to what Glenn has to say. Prior to taking it, I had diabetic neuropathy. The Extendivite reduced that significantly. Acid reflux was reduced. I had athlete's foot, very severe. Trimmed that down to about 75% dandruff. Almost completely gone. I had a simple occipital neuralgia at the base of my skull. I was having migraines reduced by about 90%. Heart palpitations, my heart would kind of stall out. I would skip a beat. Very uncomfortable. And when walking from downstairs going to sleep, by the time I got to the bedroom, which is just one flight of stairs, my heart was pounding coming out of my chest. My vision was blurry. This completely solved that problem. Great product. Thanks. Tell us your story. Get Extendivite today. Call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Is the Second Amendment your line in the sand? Is the United States Constitution important to you? Are you worried about gun confiscation? You need to join us for free at gunconfiscation.com. At gunconfiscation.com, you will meet like-minded patriots, get the latest Second Amendment news, and find anything you need to prepare for gun confiscation. Visit gunconfiscation.com today. That's gunconfiscation.com. Which side are you on? Talk Right, the conservative app offered by TalkStream Live that caters exclusively to the conservative talk radio community. Here you'll see only talk shows and podcasts from the conservative right, all the big broadcast names and online digital shows in one place. Talk Right makes it easy to find all your favorite conservative talkers with all the upscale features you come to expect from TalkStream Live. Keep up with the fast-paced political world. Download Talk Right today from Google Play or the App Store. What this country is coming to, I sure would like to know. If they don't do something by and by, the rich will live and the poor will die. Doggone, I mean the panic is on. Can't get no way, can't draw no pay. And Aloha America, welcome back to our show, last segment of our program today, and we're going to go right back to the phones to Dan in Texas. Hello, Dan. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind today? Two more quick ones for you, Mike. Okay. Halloween night, night, the doorbell rings. A man gets his candy and goes to the front door to find a young boy wanting some trick-or-treat. He says, "My, I like your costume. You, you are. You must be a pirate." He says, "Yes, sir, I am." He says, "Well, if you're a pirate, where are your buccaneers?" And the little boy said, "Mister, they're right here on the side of my bucking head." A, yes. A blonde comes home from a day of shopping, only to go to her bedroom and find her husband in bed with another woman. Distraught, she goes to her dresser. Opens the top drawer and pulls out a three fifty seven and sticks it to her head. Husband jumps up out of bed screaming, No, honey, don't. Please don't. 
And she said, shut up, you sorry SOB, you're next. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. Y'all have a good week. All right, thanks an awful lot, and we're going to switch over to Chris in Clearwater. Aloha, Chris. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind? Well, Michael, uh, I say folks ought not to freak out if they speak out, and I advise now is the time to call shows and let them know how and why exactly you do not buy the official stories and print out, point out the contradictions, uh, take notes ready to have for the best delivery. And after you call shows, I often think of how I could have done better. But, um, you know, you might feel uncomfortable at first, but eventually you'll get on a roll and it'll become very therapeutic. On uh, April 1st, Joe Rogan interviewed the well-known pro-vaccine Dr. Peter Hotez, MD, PhD. And from his bio, Quote, as head of the Texas Children's Center for Vaccine Development, he leads the only product development partnership for developing new vaccines for, among other things, SARS and MERS. But he is also questioning the PCR test. You can look up the transcripts, the PCR test or RT-PCR that is uh, being employed now. The transcript reads, you're doing what's called PCR to look for the genome of the virus, and you don't know if the virus is really out, really there, or just bits and fragments of destroyed virus that are testing positive for PCR. And we have all these odd results, like kids with no symptoms at all are testing positive, and then kids with symptoms are testing positive and negative, and it turns out diagnosing respiratory virus pathogens is not easy, end quote. So that's as uh, I mentioned before, and uh, we don't have the time to go into that. But, um, yeah, it's like if you're in a war, you want to know the difference between a battleship and and wreckage of a battleship. Now, the CDC, if you do a search, uh, if you do a web search using any search engine, cdc.gov or PCR and false, you'll find a lot of information that's saying that, yes, there are false positives and false negatives. So go site colon cdc.gov and the word PCR and false. Okay, Chris, I got to let you go. We're at the end of the show here. Stay tuned for John Stadmiller. He's going to have a corona-free show about toxins in the environment, water quality, and lawsuits against polluters. Please spread the word of RBN and whatreallyhappened.com. Please donate. We'll be back tomorrow, hump day. Aloha, America. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? 
It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.